1: Suds. Suds. It's time for more Suds. <laughs> Welcome to
2: the Suds episode where good beer meets really bad radio in advance already. I just want to say, uh, yeah, uh, we also talk about everything good in life that is worth discussing. This is good old boy Mike. I have several other Uh, constituents at the table that have not not been indicted yet. That's all I have to say. Wow! (laughs) Joining me on Radio Left is good old boy Dave.
1: I tell you don't get no respect at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: My equal across the table is good old boy Kendall. It's a pleasure to be here. He
3: called you his equal.
2: (laughs) That is an insult, right? (laughs)
4: It is.
1: (laughs) It's good. Wow.
2: (laughs) Good old boy, Caperton.
4: Greetings. Greetings,
2: everyone. And good old boy, Sparky.
1: I tell you, I don't get no respect at all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should just go for another (laughs) intro. Maybe take take 14. (laughs) Well, today's Suds episode is going to be brought to you by the letter S and the number one, because S is for Sparky, and he's number one because he brought us a bunch of beer to try today. Yeah, he did. Go to a Boy Sparky brought a selection of beers from Raleigh Farmhouse Sales in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now, before we get started, I
3: want to let you know who the Sud's episode is brought to you by. The law offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Are you a kitty? Do you need an attorney? Well, come on down to the law offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Scratcher's J. Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give injustice. The claw. The claw. Scratcher J. Scratcherton is not licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. Okay, so good old boy Sparky. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, Raleigh Farmhouse sales and the beers you brought us today?
1: Yeah, good deal, man. So I, I reached out to uh, John Rowley and uh, just just asked him because there's, there's been a lot of legends in the beer community about his past. And uh, I just kind of wanted to get straight to him and, and see what it was about. So uh, here's what he told me. He said, uh, I started out wanting to be a professional snowboarder back Wine. in the- What's I'm
2: going to keep count, count as you go along here. One accomplishment. Accomplishments, okay. Accomplishments
1: yeah. right? right. One, th- one. Okay. So I start out wanting to be a professional snowboarder back in the very early days. I was pretty good and had enough talent. I entered some early competitions and did okay, but not well enough to really stick with that. Especially back then, the late 80s, no money on it. I was going to school in Vermont and met some deadheads and ended up going on tour with them for a couple of years. Two. Yep. Right. School school wasn't really my of interest in those days, (laughs) but I always did well in classes, especially science classes. After I got sick of the touring lifestyle, I decided to put my adult pants on and go to school. So I moved from Vermont to Arizona and started in chemistry at the U of A of uh, Tucson. Tuxon. 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 U- U- Uafa. Uafa. <laughs> We're going to call that three. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Spent the next 10 years getting multiple degrees there and even had a bit of time there in the electrochemical field, lithium sulfur battery R&D. Oh, yeah, sure. Right, as one does.
3: That works well for everybody. <laughs> what boys. everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff.
1: I don't it's feel qualified <laughs> to be on this episode <laughs> after that last sentence. Can I leave and excuse myself <laughs> now? <laughs> so uh, once they uh, – Let's see. Uh, once they went into reorg, I moved to Santa Fe where I'd been a chemist at Los Alamos National Laboratory for the last 17 years. Yeah, because
3: that's, that's yeah, normal. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, everybody does okay. that.
1: That's every Again, man,
4: that's every man yeah. kind of stuff.
1: I put on my pants all by myself today. I just yeah. wanted to let everybody know that.
3: Yeah, I almost uh, did.
4: Yeah. I did. I didn't fall coming down the stairs. That's Everybody's oh, gotta
1: oh, got to have a goal. I got that a win. <laughs> yeah. All right. This guy just keeps uh, classing us every time. Yep. During this tenure, I took up homebrewing. Which I had done a little bit of back in Vermont in an eighty eight or eighty nine or so.
4: Back in the Deadhead days. It's
1: true. Yeah. But it really stuck that time around. Because I, I could remember it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was twelve. Um, but uh I converted my garage uh, into a full on uh, one barrel brewery with a walk in cooler and some barrel aging capacity. Who what does a, what that? a guy. What right? a guy. As one does. Jesus, love this guy. And uh Then I built a nuclear weapon in my garage. (laughs) No, no, I added that. That was
4: started his own country.
1: It's a possibility. I I started fission fermentation. It's a republic. So we're on career
2: move number five here. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was merely a matter of time before I took a professional, and here we are. God bless you, John Rowley. Mm. There you go.
3: Yay, John
2: Rowley. No tattoo artist, you know. He's president no, uh, of his local. No six-week run on Broadway.
4: No. <laughs>
2: god <laughs> almighty.
4: No. He won over 80 competitions. Oh, are you serious? G- medaled in over 80 competitions. Wow. Really? Yeah. Holy he's, crap. He's kind of okay. a homebrew guy. You know how many he wow. entered? He's not dead. 80. 80. <laughs> <laughs> won them all. Hey, that that competition (laughs) thing's not hard at all. That's right.
1: Yeah. You just get in there and do Uh, it.
4: (laughs) Sparky, why don't you
2: tell us uh, about the beer we're going to have today?
1: Yeah, so we've got um, five beers, uh, which – do you want me to read them out by style or do you want me to – No, let's
2: just read them out, period. By name, Uh, okay. So we have five beers. We'll
1: get into the styles as we go through them individually. Five
3: beers, five career shifts. It's Mm, true. There you go.
1: So first up is from the uh, – Honor Society, uh, Sanctuario Stone Blend, uh, Rally Farmhouse Ales Tea for Two, Two uh, for tea. Sanctuario mm-hmm. Melon, um, Melon. Cote d'Or Double Cerise, and then last but not least, Cote d'Or Pinot Noir. Cool. Yeah. Wow.
2: Sounds like a, a bunch
4: of fancy French words That's here. a lot of words so. I don't know. All bottle conditioned, all in the big... Dinosaur format. 750. Kendall, why don't
2: you uh, tell us what we're going to do here today as we talk about these beers?
0: We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. And you're going to use your favorite
2: New Mexico accent. Do
4: it. Do I it. I dare you. I no <laughs> swear I dare <laughs> you. Do what yeah, that, that sounds, sounds like. <laughs> sandy. Make it sound Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> no, they've got. Yeah, so
0: there here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch?
3: New Mexico people talk just like us. They do.
0: And three, ah, what a relief.
2: Does your mom always say that all the time,
0: Sparky?
1: Yes, actually. Okay, all it's right. That's true.
0: Four, a body should really not make that sound. Uh, That's what my mom says. <laughs> and five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another.
3: Okay. Straight out of New Mexico. I felt yep. like I was in yep. Santa Fe yep. when he was so, doing that. So
1: let's just get, let's just like get it out there. Like this mm. is New Mexico, mm-hmm. and probably the most popular thing in pop culture of late from New Mexico has been. Breaking Bad Albuquerque, Breaking bad. right? Yeah. I was so,
3: just gonna say meth. And you w- Right, yeah. but, but so go. here
1: we have like totally like clearly gifted chemist mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. New Mexico mm-hmm. who decided to
3: brew brew opt beer. out of why of didn't meth? Walter
1: White just he go gone beer. Start a brewery, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's this, pretty It would have been a, a lot happier ending. That's, that's yeah, pretty weak on him. It would have
4: been like two seasons and everybody
1: would have been it, Right. I mean, in the not not as good of television, yeah. but still like, yeah.
4: you know. It would have been like that turtle, the the exploding, yeah, exploding head. turtle, yeah. yeah. Walter yeah. the he wouldn't have needed that. Walter the here. the
3: bright tanks not working, man. We're, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was an
1: entire yeah. episode of John Riley chasing down a fly. Actually, yeah. the first the episode, episode would have been
3: John Riley trying to get his uh TB uh the ttb
1: the, uh yeah license the, yeah the right.
2: license yeah fair enough well uh talking about chemist i had a story to uh tell so you your guys trench
3: is nope. not oh. correct
2: a, <laughs> a a recent story that i've had uh, so i was drifting through the state of alabama as what? one does i had a temporary Band once again i had a temporary permit to permit me to drift through the state Entered the state yes, yes that's correct yes. and i was on my way to uh, the florida panhandle area and you know we had a uh, few listeners that you know always chime in you got to go try this place you know yep. uh whatever and, we, and i enjoy those comments by the way keep them coming um but this one place in alabama is called kendall's barbecue it's I on, like the name Yep.
1: Oh. yep. yep, yep, yep.
2: so this is uh, just south of montgomery uh, about an hour it is right off of i-65 and uh so i'm you know uh, kind of put it on the radar to try and and make sure that I I stop off here and check this place out. I was hungry and I was thirsty. Oh
3: yeah, were you hungry? I oh, was. Yeah. I was ready. I've know, discovered for that's this. the worst
2: time to show up to yep. a restaurant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is literally a quick sack. Uh, you know, kind of uh convenience market, convenience market, and there's a shack that's out beside it. That oh, is the barbecue place. Yes. All right. And it looks like a combination of a series of architectural nightmares. Sure. There was a shack and they strapped on a prefab building behind okay. that. Yep. And then they have a giant screened in area in the back. I'm sure where they actually. This all sounds really promising. Yeah. I
4: know. I was the yeah, same man. way. I was yeah. like, I'd yeah. be encouraged. That's I'd correct. be encouraged by yeah. this. And I'm reading some of the, I'm
2: reading some of the notes and they're like, they absolutely hose everything down in barbecue sauce, you uh, know, but uh, the rest of the, the, Meat itself was really great. I'm like, okay. So uh, I was looking for a beer. I walked in and I saw all the finest products from InBev all in one place. Okay. okay. So okay. I walk up and I order uh, the spare ribs because they didn't have baby back. And I forgot to tell oh, them, you know, back, back, that uh, I I you know, do not hose the you know right. the ribs. Down. Hold the sauce. Yep. So I want to accelerate some of the story here for time. So I'm sitting out there's a picnic area beside this that you know, I'm sitting here and I'm sure. eating the ribs after I've wiped them off with a napkin. Oh geez. And out walks the cook from the yeah. from the building. Yeah. She has on a pink shirt says war eagle i'm okay with that Oops! but then she has on like medical booties or uh, bags from walmart that mm. she's strapped to her feet oh, and she's walking mm. out of there mm. and my wife looks at me and don't says don't ask don't What's ask What's that about exactly don't ask you know mm. so, don't ask don't yeah, tell
1: you're overthinking
3: just this eat way just, eat. Just, just, yeah, just really look, eat just look at the food just look at the food yeah
2: i'm gonna let you guys think about that we'll cover more right after the break Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes on today's Suds episode. Yep. We're actually talking about beers from Raleigh uh, Farmhouse Ales out of New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. And that um, means
3: without a fee.
2: We were uh, (laughs) talking a little bit about a story I had with some barbecue from Kendall's Barbecue at exit 114 off of I I 65. 65. Yeah. Georgiana, Alabama. Thank you for looking that up. Georgiana. Georgia, Bama. Um, and I was talking about this interesting moment yes, where I'm watching a colorful the, character Cook walking out of the building with a, a set of booties on. And I love what I love what uh, Caperton said. He says, "So is that for the wet work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
4: in the keep back. Yeah, you keep your toes dry. What
2: was she wasn't wearing a hairnet? I mean, was you would she expect somebody uh, to you know, be
1: wearing you know shoes, gloves, man. or a hairnet? Do you, you want to Do you want to see where she came from? Was no, she what? wearing? Oh, uh, <laughs> was she wearing I really juicy. don't want to know these things. Was she
2: wearing juicy shorts? No. Uh, but it was plausible, I would tell you. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, no. I was just the whole time, and I didn't, I didn't notice, and my wife happened, and she was the one that pointed it out. And, man, the whole time, the rest of the way down the road, I'm like, exactly what was that all about? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, they, oh,
4: Alabama. Do, do you want to know?
2: Did she have a toddler <laughs> on her arm? Negative.
4: Okay. Okay. Negative. Yeah. There were, there were yeah. no
2: small children involved at the time. There, How was the queue though? It was horrible. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was like a, it was like a slab of ribs. An abundance of sauce de- is a bad. It, sign. it had been yeah. freshly defrosted from Walmart and dipped in, you know, the yeah. worst well, that's sauce. where the
1: bags came yeah. from. But, right? but it's uh, hops hide all sins sauce. That's hide the food. truth, that's right? Hops, Yep. Sauce yeah. hides all barbecue. That's not right. really. Doesn't yeah. actually hide any barbecue sins.
2: Well, I'm sure we'll have some more moments to think. Uh, would this be better with or without booties? Will be the question of the day. Was okay. it the
1: white sauce though? Everything's
2: the white better stuff no. without booties. It was red sauce. No, I would have been okay if it had been dunked in craft barbecue sauce.
3: But this was like a nightmare from hell. You oh, know no, that no. they dunked it in. So mm-hmm. a mayonnaise-based <laughs> so <horrible>. barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's white sauce. That's where it comes right. from, man.
2: Well, you know, the other Stop thing that's very ad. prevalent in the state of Alabama is... Inbreeding? The kudzu vine.
1: And we absolutely Uh-oh.
2: have to have a kudzu report because we have the master debater here at our table today. Take it away, good old boy Caperton, on our kudzu report for this
4: episode. Yes, indeed, folks. It's good to be back on the Sip, Suds, and Smokes broadcast with the opportunity to warm and seemingly complacent populace, bless your hearts, with booties, yeah. (laughs) even her, even she gets the warning against the relentless slow motion wave of invasive tangled vines known as kudzu. That's me. Everybody, see you guys are complacent. I wish you could see them. <laughs> they're they're completely. That's un- why I ordered poorly? No fear. <laughs> Wake no, up, Sparky. No I'm afraid, fear. I'm
1: afraid of that. Kudzu mines. is
3: crawling over
1: you no, right now. No fear, oh, man. That's As
4: fear. I've stated before, we have a massive kudzu destruction movement in this country, in this region, actually, that is filled with heroes and incredibly smart defenders. So. Even you, Sparky, should fear not. <laughs> he's all he's ahead of most of you in the fear not. <clears throat> pardon me. Today, not I'm I don't come to you with with uh, too much fear, hopefully, but but more of a, a good tiding. And I'm happy to tell you that we have a profile in courage, and our recipient is Jace Gooding and Scott Wilcox, who have started the Virginia Goatbusters. At a moment's notice, they can and do provide a herd of ravenous goats capable of eradicating kudzu, poison ivy, and apparently the new scourge. And this might... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it might need its own report. The wild cucumber. <clears throat> and pretty much anything else that's not moving. Those goats are just going to wipe it out.
3: I saw a movie called The Wild Cucumber once. It was... Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh.
4: Uh-oh. That Uh-oh. was something. Uh-oh. Did you make any friends there while you were <laughs> I got like this there whole scene fellas.
2: in my head now. This guy showing up. The doorbell rings. The goats. You know, you show Who are you going to call?
1: <laughs> goat, goat busters. busters. Exactly. Yeah, Sorry, like, I had
2: to throw that I guess, out there. I, uh, I guess it must be easy for the
1: goats eating the poison ivy, but I just have to wonder about the aftermath. Hey, the goat? Uh, See, Art, it's got to be rough. Are, yeah, are, you,
4: you guys, uh, are you Mr. Caperton? We're you you here with you goats. Did you call me? Is it Thursday already? Call a man about a goat, a goat. Gotta call a guy. Martha, did you call them goat people? (laughs) All right, so let's just uh, pause here to stand and salute Jason Scott. Oh, I missed the part. I should tell you that the that the uh, the one guy, Jace Goodling, breeds goats for meat. You Mm. know, for cooking, cooking goats. You can taste the poison ivy. And the. The goats, the goats that don't make the cut, so to speak, get in, get enlisted into the, the kudzu eradication warrior force.
3: Do they do that goat yoga?
4: Too? Are you the weak kudzu so eater? So that's the
3: thing about the goats is
4: they've got the dexterity, man. They see they You're can You're jump tapping, a bunch you're, of stuff. you're trying to make a joke about something really So you're saying there's here. a
2: performance rating on their on your kudzu why, eating. Goat? Why am
4: I trying to make jokes you're the about weak this. one. <laughs> I because it's because you're good old boy Dave. That's why. But but I'm it's you have haven't been affected by kudzu is the problem i've been affected i've seen your yard it's pretty good i've I've got it i'm standing vigilant in your in your lawn (laughs) so let's (laughs) let's stand and salute jason scott and the goats for their tireless efforts they are truly masters of abatement this has been good old boy caperton for the sip suds and smokes kudzu report Thank you, Good old Boy Caperton,
2: the master abater. That was powerful, unique, and almost entertaining.
3: (laughs) I am in awe. (laughs) I'm impressed by those goats. I got a little carried away there. Have you guys seen that goat yoga though? Your jocularity about goat yoga, yeah, it's
2: weird. Would would you name your goats if you knew that one of them was going to get the axe because they don't eat enough kudzu? You know, you guys, have you ever had any goat? Yeah, Yeah, of course
1: I have. Yeah, yeah. Not like kudzu goat or poison ivy goat. Oh, but you have. You know, will eat anything. Guys. Yeah, that's true. You probably they're had like
3: aluminum cans. Yeah, you had Aluminium. some tin can goat. Aluminum. Uh, yeah, some fertilizer goat and some. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're
4: mm-hmm. kind of like catfish. Catfish yeah. of the of the land. You probably had some. <laughs> probably had some goat goats. The they don't bottom, really. They're goat. the bottom feeder of the of the of the firm but earth.
1: You know, when you throw one on the ice at a Preds game, it just doesn't quite. Not the same. No, not, not really the nice. same. People, <laughs>
4: People get, <laughs> people get kids cry.
1: That's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. kids hey, cry.
4: Ba-boom. I see
0: what wow, you did there. was
4: rude.
2: Let's That's get true. to some amazing beer. And first up uh, is uh, from Raleigh Farmhouse Sales. Uh, we're going to talk about Tea for Two. Tea
1: for Two. Um,
2: let's talk a little bit more about the description for this beer, Sparky.
1: All right. So Tea for Two is a small batch saison that we brewed with Continental Six-Row Spring Barley. Sonoran white wheat, Belgian aromatic, and flaked oats. We bettered it lightly to 14 IBUs so that it might see a bit of tartness from our house-mixed culture. Lastly, we dry-hopped it with a healthy dose of Earl Grey tea obtained locally from our friends at Artful Tea. Raise a pinky if you like. Cheers! Ding! Ding!
2: Yeah, just uh, so all of these beers are sour beers. They've been infected with some sour culture of some yep. kind. So if that's not your thing, uh, that's turn the more,
3: show off right now.
2: That's more. Do not for ever him. listen to that's us again. That's more for us. That's Be gone with you. Say, yes. Yes. I hate uh, Yes. Yep. Go back to your kudzu patch. I'm just kidding. We love you. Um, uh. Wow. Uh, tea for two. Really amazing. Um, what did you guys uh, think about this? Uh, what are some of your tasting notes? Well, it's a beautiful beer.
4: I'll just yeah, that's it in a nutshell. I mm. have gorgeous written down.
1: I, I think <laughs> we spent we spent probably ten minutes talking about how much we love tea after drinking yeah. this. Yeah. Um, it's so, I'm going to call it a dirty Arnold Palmer.
3: Wow, okay. so so okay. lemony, so lemony. I get a lot of orange, a lot of lemon yeah. and yeah. orange. Yeah, citrus
0: yeah.
1: tea. Actually,
2: the first word I wrote down was apples, um, and I thought it had like a cider-like quality about it as well. So. Um, a lot of honeysuckle And there's a herbal quality That kind of sets into this I actually wrote yeah. down sage and yeah. basil
1: Is that
0: from the Earl Grey? I'm not an Earl Grey drinker so.
1: I am um, I, No, I don't think it's from the Earl uh, Grey Because
3: Earl Grey is mostly the uh, orange oil uh, Earl bergamot. Oil of
1: bergamot Yeah bergamot, Which is a very Who's, who's bergamot? Um, it's a type of orange, it's actually, a, it's actually.
4: It's ori- actually that's not a type of is orange, it? it's a Seville orange. Is the orange
3: that bergamot Man. is extremely? Oh, yes,
2: if you oh, would be one with the queen, you would know these things.
3: Sorry, I've, <laughs> no, no, I, the, I've, I've actually brought it boys. The queen's back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but yeah, the, the bergamot, yeah, so it is a Seville orange, and but it is a type of orange, but yep, uh. I, I don't know where the uh, the herbal flavors you're getting. I'm guessing it's There's from, tea, so it's, it's, the, it's,
4: it's black tea. It's so, black and white yeah, tea right. with, with bergamot oil added to it. Earl Grey. So it's, you
3: it's, are going to get some other flavors
1: So it's a flavored
4: it. tea. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah just like... Um,
1: like uh, blood oranges also very similarly have a very herbal uh, yeah. Yeah. oil from their skin and I get a lot
4: of blood orange from this yeah. I wrote I wrote down yeah. the um, tart mandarin but the lemon and,
3: uh, the lemon that comes yeah. out as well is like really interesting but the the teas, the
4: first thing the I got. tea's there yeah. for sure I mean I get that black tea lending maybe a little more of a bitterness maybe quality yeah. to it
3: now and, Caperton uh, where where does the butterscotch fall for you. Yeah,
4: see that's that's unfair. So, so I just want to say that that even even gods drop the hammer sometimes, and and John Rowley is is a is a big man in my estimation in many different dimensions. Hmm. So, wait a minute, let's not bring up butterscotch. It was, um,
2: that was another episode. So. Uh, Really amazing beer and uh uh-uh, no, no um <laughs> all the uh all the way around um yeah yeah wow okay okay we're uh we're really close
3: yeah uh, all right we can go there there okay, our you our rating guys. for
2: T for two from Raleigh Farmhouse Sales is going to be a five it's <laughs> really good
4: I mean the 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 sort of the tea herbal qualities and the tartness it, from there's his, a lot from the, going on. From the house yeah. culture yeah. and the and the orangey sort of lemony quality it's really citrus. it really like get your
3: get your juices going Gorgeous. you know what i mean yeah.
0: it really is a, man and this is definitely one as we've had it open for a while and warming yeah. up it yeah. just it opens gets even up better for sure. yeah, yeah for sure yeah. great beer
3: let's
2: move right along so the next beer we're going to talk about is the Sanctuario stone blend
1: All right, so uh, for the Sanctuario Stone Blend, um, let's see. All right, here we go. So uh, when we were tasting through the first batch of Sanctuario that we aged in Chardonnay barriques, we came across a single barrel that exhibited strong notes of melon in the nose and flavor. It was such a lovely barrel, so we decided to pull it aside and fruit it with a mix of uh, Tuscan cantaloupes and Olaf Colorado honeydew melon. We added 40 pounds of each fruit to the barrel and aged it for an additional 90 days on the fruit before bottling. At the time of bottling, the beer had a pH of 4.2, a TA of 4.7 GL, and an ABV of 5.2. It has since picked up a touch more acidity during bottle conditioning, but personally, I think it is perfectly balanced for this beer. I hope you enjoy this beer as we much have had much fun brewing it, cheers. That guy is, is
3: absolutely a freaking. You mentioned scientist. a lot of yeah, melon yes. in
0: that, though. I'm. I, are we talking about the Sanctuarium yeah. melon stone or blend. the Stone blend? Yeah.
1: Stone oh, I'm sorry, I went to the melon. So let's let's start with that one first. Yeah, because you said the cantaloupe, is. and honeydew.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry, okay, this, that's so what I was curious
1: about. Beg pardon. We'll, we're we're on. We'll Sanctuary, switch. Uh,
2: so S- Sanctuarium melon. Um,
1: what, we have, uh, we have two
4: sanctuary beers,
1: here, that's, true, yeah. was, so, that's true. Um, yeah. So, wow.
2: Uh, the first thing I wrote down was Honeydew melon. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, I actually yeah. looked at Kendall kind of check up to make sure that I was really kind of getting the right you know style of melon. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was full blown It uh, Wasn't no. sweet enough, and I really thought that uh, very traditional bitterness that you would tend to uh, flow in a Honeydew, especially in the rind. I thought was kind of all over this. Really, uh, great balance. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: also a gorgeous.
2: Beer. Actually, the way I wrote it down is, if you had taken a bunch of
0: honeydew and dropped it into a
2: barrel and fermented it, that's what this tastes like. You know.
0: So, yeah, I think so. Good. It's it's the melon is subtle, but but just beautiful and uh, delightful.
4: Yeah, let me say, I'm gonna go out on a, I'm gonna make some people mad here. And I've I like a lot of kettle sour beers. Don't get me wrong, but when you drink a beer like this and you sort of after you've had uh, recently, just a barge load of kettle-soured sours yeah. that that uh, that are great, but then when you you just can't get the complexity that you get from a beer like this, you know. It's oh just, yeah,
1: and and just over time, like since we had this much colder oh, the time, it's kind of yeah. warmed up to cellar temperature and opened up. I mean, really, I I had on mine honey. I before I I never even read the description, but I had honey, honeydew. Uh, just nice tart on the end, um, just lovely.
4: Slightly, slightly cheesy, a little bit funky. Oh yeah, definitely you know? get some of that cheesiness yeah. you would expect. Dry from as a bone. Hops. I mean, just, just
2: beautiful stuff. Love this beer. Uh, just uh, really love the balance all the way around it. Little uh, boy Dave, uh, what do you think about this?
3: Yeah, cheesy melon, <laughs> cheesy <laughs> melons, baby. Hell, um, the, the tart cheesy that, melons. The thing that really <laughs> stood out to me was the honey. <laughs> Like, I know it's honeydew and everything, but there is a definite, like, for a lot of people who don't pick up on complex flavors like me, honey jumps right out at you, like, above everything else. Mm. Well,
2: a really fantastic beer all the way around. Really uh, very well made. Our suds rating for the Sanctorio Melon from Raleigh Farmhouse Sales is going to be a four. Uh, uh, Super solid beer. Now you want to go to the stone.
1: Yes, yes, I do. So let's go to the Sanctuario
2: Stone blend. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep you off. No, no, you're fine.
1: So, Sanctuario is our interpretation of how Cezanne used to be before modern large scale brewing techniques became commonplace. Hmm. Sanctuario is fermented in neutral French oak barrels with our house yeast blend to yield a delicate funk with a light tartness. We take sanctuary, huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. And this approachable ale, and I hope you will as well. For this blend, we added 1.4 pounds a gallon of a mix of apricots and peaches Whoa. to the bariks and allowed the beer to referment to dryness before bottling. The bulk of this was bottled for our honor society, but there are, sir, also some bottles that did not. Uh, land in that with regular labeling. We consider it both an honor society and public release beer.
3: Hmm. There you go. Interesting. I wonder how they, um, I was just thinking about like the weather in New Mexico and how like, it can get hot in the day yeah. and then like cold at night. Yep. And I wonder like how much temperature control they do in their their fermentation because...
2: I know that one brewery that actually they're in the those sandstone caves in New Mexico. Sure. Yeah, that sure. uh, the... And that uh, brewery was at uh, Embrace the Funk, um, where they the brewery is back in, so and they're the, using all those native, native American, uh, American ingredients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so. not familiar with that one. <clears throat> it was fabulous. We'll we'll cover it on a different show, but um, you know, to Dave's point, uh, you know, I wonder if this Air is just soap? a no, that's no, probably a glycol, you know, jacket on all the stuff. I, mean, I don't know
3: though, but if they, but if they're doing it in yeah, fermentation barrels, in so it's in not, o, yeah. 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 So I mean, it's, you're it's basically, not,
4: yeah. So so here's what I'll throw out there, just a little something, something. Throw it, um, throw it. Some of the better, uh, and this and this brewery produces a lot of farmhouse slash saison beer, you know. So those beers just seem to really pop. In warmer climates, you know, Saint uh, somewhere in Florida, because the yeast really likes to love be it. at yeah. that temperature. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's true. And, and and you know, I don't know what is what is how he's barrel, you know, how he's cellaring this stuff, but you know, you the temperature and it they might do, be they in do an have RV. some pretty wide temperature swings there. But I think I think they just it it really lends to the environment. I think that, that's what I was thinking though. Like I think think they the seem to really yeah, do yeah. like
3: Florida. Seems to really do well with those types of beers, and it seems like.
4: But yeah, no glycol on the on the wood.
2: Yeah. Well, the uh, one thing I wrote down around this was uh, jammy star fruit, um, kind of a tropical fruit. Actually, it reminded me a lot of an ambrosia cocktail. Oh wow! Um, You know, with uh, that exact same uh, mascherino cherry. So I thought this.
4: Yeah, I thought it tasted like the fruit, like the syrup from the fruit. That's uh, it. Fruit whatever oh, you call wow. that stuff hey we'll stuff. be
2: right back in just a moment to talk about this hey welcome back to sip suds and smokes on today's suds episode we are talking about beers from raleigh farm farmhouse ales out of santa fe new mexico we were discussing one of the beers out of this flight sanctuary the i'm sorry yeah yep, stone yep. uh sanctuary stone blend stone blend and I just uh, had dropped a comment that reminded me a little bit of ambrosia with all this kind of tropical flute and fruit and cherries toot and marshmallows. Toot. I like tropical flutes. Flutes, <laughs> yes.
1: Toot. Have you ever tried to <laughs> blow one?
2: Yeah. Uh, the thing I want to know is, would you have to wear booties while you're making this
1: beer? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> Saucy. I know somebody that has a pair. Saucy <laughs> I really feel like I invested in too much Alabama. of my life in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like I know uh, that mm-hmm. secretly under Raleigh uh, Farmhouse Ales, there's another lab. There's a meth lab? Yeah. There's a lab. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was that. I don't want to advocate any much, much, be Too aliens. much TV,
4: Sparky. Too I'm much sorry. TV. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> They're doing just, this so well. Just, just
4: beer imagine. and snowboard. Boards, That's it. Mm, and drives. the atomic we can't talk about it. Probably.
3: Okay. Fair he enough. probably can't. Grateful can't Dead playing along, you know, on, the, yeah. on the speakers. Yeah. You
0: know? Exactly. Um, I think the, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, I think the name of this was a tease for me, though. I saw the Stone, and I was thinking I was going to get a lot more peach and apricot. Fruit. yeah. I didn't uh, get a lot of peach. Yeah. And I thought I was going to get it. It. a lot of apricot. Funky peach. Yeah. I'm, I'm not getting it. What's really? funny, it's it's actually on the next
2: beer we're going to talk about. Uh, actually, the Stone blend, um, uh, in this flight, for me, it was my least favorite. Although were funkier robbery. than it was tart. Yeah. So, yeah, really. it was um, least so we, sour of a uh, Let's talk about our uh, rating for the Sanctuary of Stone blend from Raleigh Farmhouse. Sales is going to be a three.
3: Ooh, I hit the right C. button.
2: Well, next up is going to be the uh, Côte d'Or, the Pinot Noir from Raleigh Farmer Sales. Sparky's going to tell us a little bit more about this beer.
1: All right. So the Côte d'Or Pinot Noir 2018. We saved the base and perhaps the best beer for last in this year's Sanctuario series. This was the brewer's choice blend from our freshly dumped Pinot Noir barrels without any additional fruiting. This beer took its time bottle conditioning on Alamosa wildflower honey, but we think it was worth the wait. Light, refreshing acidity awaits your palate, along with some moderate farmhouse funk and a level of carbonation appropriate for the style. Cheers. I
3: think farmhouse funk should be a music style Farm too. Farmhouse funk. It is. That's <laughs> right. That kind a bunch of, of country a bunch funk. of funky hillbillies. I don't know, I got like a Call 70s funk band
2: bl- playing through my yeah. head, you know, like, p- like P-Funk funk wearing overalls. Beer, uptown funky beer,
1: you know. <laughs> I, I like this because, I, I mean, it's nice to me it's kind of dry, it's got, uh, wow. you can get some of the wood from the Pinot Noir yeah. in there, um, and some of the, the wine notes. Mm-hmm. Um
0: the, this is one I'm actually I'm getting stone fruit out of this one more no than kidding. I think the stone I got, beer. I got a lot
4: of I apricot. From
2: I wrote this. down apricots, yeah, nectarines, yeah. and and just you know stone fruit. I do see um, the nectarine. Yeah. yeah. Um. What's funny is, is that so Sparky, you said dry, and the first thing I wrote down was actually creamy, and I wrote lacto kind of with a big you know question mark mm. because, I that was something that was a little bit different in this and everything else, and I don't know if it's a lot of lactobacillus you know off this. And I don't know, but I did write very wine-like, uh, the same way you were observing. You know, um, the 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 influence of the Pinot Noir barrel here is uh, not over the top, and again, really great harmony. I I love the fact when you run across somebody that actually has really good, you know, management of the amount of time they're leaving stuff in a in a barrel finish, and I think they're doing a lot of good trade-offs uh, specifically to make that happen. This for sure, so.
1: Well, I mean, uh, to me, this is fascinating because, I mean, how many fruit adjuncts do you see a lot of times in beers of this style? Yep. And this this doesn't. I mean.
2: You mean like a blood orange hefeweizen?
1: Too
0: soon.
2: (laughs) Too soon. I missed that one. I'm never
0: going to live that down. No.
2: I'm going to make you wear the booties next episode. <laughs> oh,
1: but, but I mean, again, Roo, here's Roo. all these amazing flavors. Obviously, yep. the barrel gave a lot of life sure, to it. Sure. And, and the base beer itself, but yeah. just so, so cool.
3: But, that... I mean, wouldn't a farmhouse beer be the beer where you would have fruit adjuncts? Because the farm, Maybe. I mean, it's a farm, you know, that's. So that's where you're going to do different I mean, different I don't think things. traditionally.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, you yeah. think
0: the a, style. Right, you
1: think yeah. a lot of classic French saisons or, uh, or uh, beer de guards. Yeah,
3: yeah, French. Right, yeah. you know, I you know,
1: like fruited grisettes are like the American way to, you know, put a fruited turd in any Screw it up. <laughs> farmhouse <laughs> beer, right? I mean, that's like, let's do it, guys, and we'll put so it in a can. Yeah. I got
4: a lot of cheesy, funky. I mean, they're that that House culture is just really popping for me, and this one for sure. I do like this a yeah. lot more as it's warmed up a mm-hmm. bit. Um, Absolutely,
2: I have to say it's uh, it's really come around just with a little bit of increase in temperature. Then when we uh, it's first cracked, kind of great level openings.
4: of sourness to it. I got that weird apricot, even though it's not fruited. Yeah, I loved this beer. Yeah, so uh,
2: our rating here for the uh, Cote I'm
4: the, d'Or, I'm the outlier. Oh, oh, wow. Damn,
1: son. Dang. Wow. Yeah.
4: I
2: really liked like it. I really, the... Folks,
4: I really liked this
2: one. Yeah. Our rating for the Cote d'Or Piano Noir from Raleigh Farmhouse Cells is going to be a four. Uh, uh, Except for Caperton.
3: <laughs>
2: love you john Raleigh. it's a great beer you know so i think Will what's interesting about this <laughs> flight i mean how many I hope you really mean bottle salary breweries have we run across and it's like this just this one common culture that cuts across everything and in, in the Ooh. level of unique oh, wow. elements yeah it's been that's, it's that's been different you yeah, know it's been different so each, yeah. i what i like is i'm really seeing the level of uh skill that's coming through in the culture management that they're going across these these are not all the same beer at I think, all, by I think the way. I think the barrels play a
4: big role, too. Yeah, and a
2: really good uh, management of the barrel finishes that are going off this. I've really found everything to be great harmony with each other through these. There's nothing that's, like, over the top, and you're seeing the wine barrel overtake everything, or you're seeing, you know, yeah. one dominant, you know, the culture that you're using to dominate everything, you know, across the whole flight, so uh kudos uh really to i'm down to
4: my last sip of this one i don't want to take it but i want to take it
1: i got you fam
2: well we're down to our last beer out of this flight and that is the cote d'or the uh, double cirrus
3: yes cerise Cerise. i'm double double
2: cirrus when i talk to you double (laughs) Cherry. all right double Cherry. tell us about this flanders bomb sparky
1: all right so (laughs) there you go so Cote d'Or, Double Cerise, is a mixed fermentation saison that we brew with a blend of unmalted organic Sonoran white wheat and hard red winter wheat. It is fermented using our house mixed culture and aged and freshly dumped Pinot Noir barriques, locally sourced from our friends at Gruet Winery. After a year in these barriques, we transferred our favorite blend onto a mix of organic tart Mont- Mont- Montmorency Mont- Montmorency? Mon- Montmorency. <laughs> Jesus, God. It's take a type your, of take cherry. Take your time.
3: Take your time. And it's dark, a tough, sweet bean
1: cherries. Sounds Hotchus like... Sounds like <laughs> Spell it. First syllable sounds like... <laughs> apple. At a rate of 2.4 pounds per gallon. The entire batch was then bottled and kegged using orange blossom honey and is allowed to naturally condition. Natural conditioning is an extra step that costs... A fair amount of money and honey and additional time, but we feel the result is well worth the additional cost and effort. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Now, I was thinking of what complicated you're reading that. Are you allowed to read during Shabbat?
1: I don't read from the Torah. Um, (laughs) My wife does. um, And she does it quite well, but... uh, those words. But, uh, no. Those words. So you're saying it
2: was the beer, not Shabbat, that hosts you up there? Well, that that's
1: true. Uh, it is still technically Shabbat. <laughs> Shabbat I know. For a little bit longer. <laughs> right. All right. Oh, man. Adonai just shutting me down every time.
2: All right. Let's talk about the uh, Code Dior uh, double cirrus.
4: Cerise. 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 cerise.
1: That's That's Montmorency and Bing. I you know what? Up
3: sour just cherries up twice. S- let's sour cherries. And
4: uh, sweet cherries.
2: Really, uh, quite acidic and uh, very Flanders like were the things that I wrote down uh, right off the bat. Uh, it is
0: the most sour of the bunch, but I'm not getting that acidic bite I get from a no, lot of Flanders, like yeah. Duchess. It's no, it's um, not a, it's, but it winter. is sour. Some of these were tart, but this thing's this, uh, this is sour. I actually wrote
2: down it was a Rodenbach clone, you know, uh, so I don't know if that. So you're saying it's not that acidic? as I'm the not
1: Dutch's getting it as much. No, I, it's definitely creaky. It's it's know, kind it's of creaky, creaky. It's straight creaking. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a cherry a slut. That is my favorite <laughs> fruit on the planet. That's a street fight. name. All of you people at this table are bigger than me, and I'll fight you all with over the delicious cherries. I'll throw cherry bombs. I, I at will. You. I love that well, fruit so much, and there's a ton of cherry in this. Oh my yep. god! And it's well done, it. tart Sparky and sweet. Sparky will
3: fight for his cherry.
1: Hmm. Don't break it though.
2: Do you think they were aiming for that uh, when they went into this beer? Because it, it, yes, it tastes like it tastes like something that just kind of evolved and and
4: it wound up you know being I think here. The, the choice of cherries would indicate.
3: I think they they yeah. they knew kind of what they were looking got for. A sour in, cherry.
4: We had a sour cherry tree in our yard. Um, oh really? A, yeah.
3: Yeah, that tree was like. Angry my, mom all the make, time. my mom used to this make my mom used to make sour cherry mood. preserves.
4: Oh, what kind oh. of cherries? They were. I did, we have no idea. It was the tree that was there. Maybe Mont Montmorency.
2: Hmm. Did you Who have to knows? wear booties while you went out? And but they the were. And, and, and there was a day. There was a
4: day. There was a year that 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 the tree just stopped producing cherries. Cherry trees are said creatures. I've had
1: enough. The sky was full of ash, yeah, and there yeah. was sadness throughout the neighborhood.
4: And I was not a big um, outdoor worker as a lad. I know that's (laughs) going to be a hard one if you could see me. You know, I don't exactly scream, here's a swarthy guy that oh works you're very smart the there are a
2: lot of things that scree- scream at me
4: when i look at you but that but, isn't one but one of i would help pick the cherries because it was a race against the birds the birds know when the oh cherries oh my god that's are, so yeah. true
1: yeah. yeah i've got a buddy trent who has cherry trees and it's just every year it's just a race against the, the birds versus him
4: yeah it's a lot of work cherries are a lot of work you know what man. helps with that Shotgun.
2: that's true it does I saw that movie. So, do you think this would be better off to call it a creek or uh or a Flanders? Because I'd go creek. I
1: would go if, creek. If you're
3: gonna go because one of the to other. to me,
2: I agree. I don't believe it's as acidic enough to well, it, call it, it a full blown fan uh, Flanders.
4: Well, it calls it a cerise, which means cherry. It's just a different language.
0: Yes, I know that. Yeah, we're
4: not yeah. looking for. So it's creek. creek. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to get all.
0: No, the is the star of this beer. Absolutely, yeah. it's, it's, it's in the and name, and the balance
1: of yeah. the cherries is really yeah. Yep.
0: It's because uh, it's beautiful. It's, it tastes like there's a few different kinds in there. It's mm-hmm. I did of, write down flavor. super berry, uh, which you know to me
2: implied sure. there was a lot more super in there berry. than just the cherries alone. Cherry yeah. two thousand. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Well, uh, really uh, fascinating uh, beer all the way
4: around.
1: Beautiful color too. I mean, honestly, we don't yeah. talk about that always.
4: But. And I get a little of the honey, like we've all mm. said at the at the sort of the end of this, I get a touch of that honey. You know, just which to, I appreciate yeah, I it's them. Part of, is it,
0: you think that's part of the house culture that it's it's coming out in those. Well, he beers? said that well, he yeah. They,
3: uh, uh, they, 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 they bottle
4: condition it with honey with as honey. the sugar. So normally you just add sucrose. Orange of blossom some sort. honey. Yeah. Orange yeah. blossom
1: honey. Mm. So, so I, I, I really even,
3: appreciate them doing that
4: I do because too. it
1: does add I don't another even know how layer you, of flavor. Yeah, I don't
4: even know how you calculate that. You know? It's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of math. You'd have to be a master's at chemistry.
2: Let's uh, wrap up our rating here on the Cote Dior Double Cerise. Um, and we're going to call it uh, our rating for the Cote Dior Double Cerise is going to be a four. Oh. Uh, Despite
3: uh,
4: some dissension, at
3: least, that's all
2: right. <laughs> you know,
4: we were up and down on S- that. One.
2: So, very interesting flight. I'd love for us to kind of talk about this flight in general. I mentioned a little bit earlier that the thing I really enjoyed was it just wasn't like five beers with one note and some exchange of fruit, which we've had a lot of beers you know from many uh sour breweries. they're
1: same base beer different fruit yeah it's like yeah.
2: it's like a playbook you know uh, that everybody's going through and this is not the the occasion at all
4: so yeah that you're right because two four of these beers were uh they were paired as like uh the the coat coat one. what am i saying Cote d'or coat duor yeah there was the pinot noir and then the 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 Cerise version was in the Pinot Noir barrels as well, I think. Oh, they wow. Said that was just, the same beer. They yeah, They're right. they probably the same just beer. They just fruited a, a portion of it. Oh, I wouldn't right. have guessed
1: that in a million years.
4: Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. They were completely different beers. Yeah.
2: If you had to suggest a beer for Raleigh to go and tackle, what would it
4: be? One one at my house. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know one what the house. short list is in my mind. One it, with
4: me. And anybody have a, any
2: thought about that?
3: Um, a beer or a fruit, a style like I a,
2: am going to throw this out and saying I'd love for these guys to make a lambic.
4: Yeah, that, well, that's yeah. not kind of what I was yeah. saying. Wow. Yeah, method like a, tradi- like a like do a, a spontaneous a true, fermentation.
2: I'd love lambic for them. Style. I would love for them to go and make get some, uh, some of that New Mexico terroir, a full blown lambic. I'd love yeah, for them mm-hmm. to make a one two, a three year. I'd love for them to make a gueuze method um, traditional. I, I would. Uh, I think that would be really a very
0: fascinating, um, you know, for I think for, these a lot
4: of these beers do, border on that—that yeah, sort of that I know. cheesy lambic quality. They
0: do, yeah. do they have a do they have a cool ship? Do we know if they have a cool they, ship or are they I don't doing think more they do. traditional? He'd brewery. be the
3: last kid on the block. It's, I mean, it's, if yeah. you think about their proximity to—I mean, which is not necessarily close, but it's the same part of the country as as Gesture King. Yeah. And down in Austin, yeah, that's a to good do, point. I was about to say something that to you to just do sort the, of yeah. a cool shit beer and see what the local it's, New Mexico, yeah, tira- wonder, yeah, I, I, what I, that's going to. I was going to gonna say,
4: I wonder if that dry environment. Inhibits the yeast That you would get But Jester King and, and Would indicate otherwise yeah. It's
3: also yeah. up
0: in the yeah. It's near the mountains Right Is it, a, think, yeah, it yeah, a little yeah, higher altitude
3: yeah. too so You yeah, just have to pick The yeah. right time of year To get the right temperature um, Yeah I For, the, for it to be able sure. To float in yeah, I think the, it could happen Yeah
2: Well uh, Definitely uh, Stay on the lookout for these beers from Raleigh Farmhouse Ales. Um, get a cool ship, John. You know, I have not seen them uh, widely uh, available, um, but I have a feeling with beer this good where it's yeah. going to get out, yeah. especially after being on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. So oh, hopefully, yeah. they'll hit at least a 20-state distribution That's right. That's uh, right. rather quickly. You're welcome. So uh, Tennessee's one of them. <laughs> definitely uh, drive out of your way to uh, <laughs> definitely uh, check these out for sure. Well, this is the end of our episode for today. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here on Sip, Sudden, and Smokes. You can find us right back here where you found us today. We're a weekly show, and it's available on radio, satellite, online at iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show is on your phone. Just ask Alexa, Siri, or Google. Play podcast, Sip Suds
4: and Smokes.
1: We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at com
4: Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every single day at Sip suds Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzed with lots of news.
0: Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online.
3: Five star. I said buzzed. I want to thank our co host for being here. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, check me out on Instagram at good old boy, Dave, and my 60-second beer reviews.
0: And good old boy, Kendall, tell us about your blog, buddy. My wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. We're also on Instagram. Good old boy, K. pretend the master abater. That's thank right. Thank you.
2: Always good to be here. Keep up the fight, folks. Good old boy Sparky, thanks for bringing the beers, buddy.
1: Anytime, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, it was thanks, good to see Sparky. you here. Yeah. Well Yay, done, Sparky. For sure.
2: We'll let you come back we if made, you keep on bringing we stuff. We made it this through good. without Dio. the butterscotch story. 60.
1: Oh, womp <laughs> Next time.
2: Well, we'll see. Be sure to come back. Join us once again on another exciting episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. This is good old boy Mike asking you to keep on sipping.